0: Do what you got to do. Twins, walk off the Blue Jays tonight. A crazy game, a crazy finish. So much happened here. We're going to break it down for you on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast. Part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to a walk-off edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Friday, August 5th. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, with writer and reporter. At Access Twins, Mr. Brandon Warren, it's time to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Wow, Brandon. Incredible, incredible baseball game. Reminded me very much of that 2019 clash. I know we say that a lot, but this one certainly felt like that Yankees Twins game at Target Field. What's your takeaway here?
1: Well, on the bright side, they won this one. So, yeah, best worst game of all. All right, baseball, it makes baseball be the best worst game that exists. But it's uh, the, the, the number that stands out to me three for 15. The Twins were three for 15 with runners in scoring position wow. tonight. I just usually won't get it done. But again, baseball is the best, dumbest game that exists. And we are talking about a win. Thank you to Rob Manfred as opposed to a loss. Thank you to literally every Twins player who lost lost out on a chance tonight with runners in scoring position.
0: A lot of guys didn't get it done, but there were some heroes tonight, Brandon, and the hero of the night, the player of the game, scored the the winning run. Nick Gordon had a great game, (laughs) hit a big three-run homer out. Jose Barrios had two more hits, scores the winning run, starts on second in the 10th. He did fly out with a chance to walk off the game in the ninth, but he comes up and uh, speed kills. He scores to win that one.
1: Yep, I can't hate on him this one. Three hits, three big hits, three runs driven in. He counted for... Half the runs driven in and a third of their runs scored. So hats off, literally hats off, not wearing a hat for people who are watching to Nick Gordon tonight. Uh, between him and Michael Fulmer, man, those are the two stars of the night for me.
0: Michael Fulmer, that was, that was one of the, the most heroic bullpen performances we've seen all year from any twin. Comes in, and he's just a guy with that slider right-handed hitters it feels like are just at such a disadvantage because they're sitting slider and then he can still run it up there 95-96 at the top of the zone I tweeted out the other day one extra base hit from a right-handed hitter against Michael Fomer this year was Gio Urshela a few weeks ago he's just nails on righties that's a good matchup for this Blue Jays team
1: well I wrote about the fact that he had one extra base hit against righties this year but I didn't go back and look who it was so that's a that's a great point. And I had extra they, time. I was like, I better just go look. Yeah, I should. I should have. I just, I, I was running up against the clock a little bit. But yeah, he, I think his OPS against is like three something against right-handed hitters and like eight something against lefties. So again, though, like I tweeted, having him out there for that inning is so vastly preferable to the guys we've seen in that inning this year, whether it's been Tyler Duffy, Caleb Fieldbar, Emilio Pagan, uh, who. For some reason, seems to be my um, cross to bear on Twins Twitter. I, all I said was he's not going to get DFA'd because he throws 98 and strikes people out. Doesn't mean I think he's good. I think he's been horrible. But they're not going to DFA him because he throws 98 and he misses bats. Nevertheless, yes, Michael Fulmer was awesome. Con- just an awesome coming out for him. Um,
0: you know, if Sandy Leone isn't going to be the cult hero of this team, maybe Michael Fulmer can be. Well, many hours ago, uh, Tyler Malley started this game for the Twins. His Twins debut. Uh, What did you think of Malley? Gave up three homers. That's unlike Tyler Malley. Left some uh, cutters over the heart of the plate. What was your impression of him in six innings of work?
1: Yeah, I thought he was good until late. And the last home run, well, the the one was um, Guerrero's where They didn't make the play on the infield before that. It ended up being a two run homer instead of a solo shot. To me, that kind of stood out because otherwise you're talking about three solo homers and it's too many still, especially when we're talking about a guy coming from great American ballpark to target field and him having a huge split difference in home runs per nine allowed between home and away with Cincinnati. So All in all, I'd say it was generally like a B, B minus. You know, he kept the team in the game. Uh, The Twins attacked and jumped all over Jose Barrios, which was nice to see. But, yeah, you know, you're going to hope for onward and upward from Mali, and hopefully next time out's a little better, no matter who it's against.
0: Mark Contreras and how we think this game was managed by Rocco Delhi first, a quick word from Bet Online. Head to Bet Online today for all the live in game betting, scores, podcasts. They have everything you're looking for. It's the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Bet Online is where the game starts. Mark Contreras, a little bit of pop from the left side, Brandon. This is not insignificant because the Twins are missing so many outfielders. They're missing. Max Kepler, they're missing. You know, Buxton didn't play tonight. Larnick is out. Kirilov's out. They need some power from the left side. And Gordon and Contreras brought it tonight. They have an entire outfield
1: on the injured list, and that's not counting Byron Buxton, who misses games at a, a pace that is more frequently than fans would like based on how he's played. And I saw Buxton come up into the on-deck circle. To me, that made no sense because it was always going to be an intentional walk with bases empty. So, I mean... It could could boost his on-base percentage, which is sagged under 300. Sure, that's fine, but whatever. Yeah, to get some production out of Contreras and Gordon like they did, certainly a positive. It also, too, makes me wonder if there's any chance they'd go after Jackie Bradley Jr. Again, I know he can't hit, but defensively he's competent. Also, though, I wonder, I mean, does he bring anything to the table that Mark Contreras doesn't? Contreras is a good defensive outfielder, and he's... You know he's a, he's a rookie. He deserves a look. He played really well at St. Paul last year. Numbers not quite as good this year, but sometimes you just stick with your guys because you want to reward guys for doing everything they were supposed to. So either way, good job by Contreras tonight. A couple home runs here in the last few games, and uh, who knows? Maybe he could be uh, you know future fourth outfielder for this team, which would be nice.
0: What a game! What a script for the Twins. They get six from Mali. It's a five-four game. This bullpen tested immediately in these first three games yep. since the deadline and they and Rocco Baldelli goes Jax, Duran, Lopez, Fulmer for the win it's just how you drew it up how did you think this game was managed Brandon how did you feel when Jax came in in the seventh I was thinking maybe Fulmer there and then Duran to Lopez it feels like it's kind of going to be the 8-9 from here on out
1: I didn't I didn't put a lot of thought into it because I have a lot of trust in Jax I know his ERA is quite a bit higher than each of those other three guys but he went in and was just dominant i mean struck out the side on 11 pitches it's not that far from an immaculate inning <laughs> It had nine strikes and three strikeouts so i thought the, the result was good but i didn't really have a problem with the process either i thought you know they're gonna have to kind of interchange these guys a little bit but that's the big four for right now and from there you know you can say Thielbar's next you could say mcgill's next I think the only ones you can't say are Sands and Pagan and Pagan because he throws so hard and because he strikes so many guys out as I've beaten to death, he probably gets more chances than anyone else would get for, for those innings that are kind of left from these guys. So
0: I don't know. I mean, we'll see, but I thought it was, I thought it was managed reasonably well playoff level feel at target field tonight. Mavi says the Jays are at the bottom of my list of teams I hope to play in round one every AB they take feels like a rise they do yep. not chase if the twins win the division I don't think the Jays will be their first round opponent which uh, which will be good I agree they're tough but the twins do have not an advantage but they have so many right-handed pitchers and, and now good right-handed pitchers you know with Mally and with Sonny and with Palmer and back there in Jackson, Duran and Lopez that a right-handed heavy lineup, I think is better for them than the alternative, which is really good left and left-handed hitters in the middle of a lineup.
1: Well, and a famous wrestler used to say, to be the man, you have to beat the man. Don't worry about who you have to beat. Just get there in the first place. I know we all were so psyched in 2020 when the twins didn't have to face the Yankees. Then they got swept off their butts by the Astros. Who were sub-500 in the regular I remember. Conference. So, yeah. average Farm members. Um, they're not a sponsor, so you may have to cut that out in post. But, uh, yeah, get there and figure it out. But Toronto against the Twins would be a phenomenal, phenomenal postseason series. Not just because the teams are great, but their fan base travels so well that it would be just pandemonium. It would be terrific. Now, with that said, I don't want to see it from a Twins standpoint unless it means that both teams moved on because then at least we got – that, uh,
0: that weight off their back of 18 straight playoff losses. This this win, I know I say it sometimes, maybe probably too much. It was big for a lot of reasons. We always discuss the importance of when you strain your bullpen, especially in a four-game series. That's mm-hmm. a game you really want to win. Both teams did it tonight. So even if the, you know the Blue Jays are going to be okay because the Twins did it too, if that makes sense. But yep. it just feels like this was a game – that they had to have with how they jumped on Barrios. They were up five to nothing. They have Gaussman Sunday. I know they crushed him in Toronto, but he's been very, very good basically since then. And you got Bundy and Archer going the next two days. So that just felt like a game that was important for the twins for a lot of reasons.
1: Yeah, definitely. The The Jays were able to line up their pitching pretty much how they would have wanted for this series. And so you got to capitalize when it's there to be taken. The twins weren't able to do that last night uh, it just kind of unraveled. And as a result, Tyler Duffy is no longer on the active roster, yeah. which is another story for another day. But yeah, when, uh, losing these are, are what teams that are not really ready for the playoffs do. I think the twins are showing that, you know, they can get the ball rolling again. They can have another strong stretch and really solidify their place at the top of this division,
0: which based on how they handle the trade deadline is what the front office believes besides we saw some youth tonight with Jose Moreno swinging at a pitch at his eyes in a big spot. Biggio drops the ball at second. Mm. Vladdy and, and <laughs> Jansen and errors and blunders. And there are a lot, there's a lot of good young players on the field tonight. I believe that both these lineups are, are top three for youngest in baseball with Cleveland. I, yep. think th- I think those are the three. I could be mistaken. I know the twins are right up there, but a lot of youth out there, Brandon. Well, and a moment that you will not
1: remember was
0: in the 2004 postseason, Jason
1: Kubel struck out on a pitch that was in his eyes. And it was, I don't know if it was Mariano Rivera or was pinch hit late, something like that, but a very young, very green, Jason Kubel did that. So it's not uncommon to see young players do that. He'll be better next time. And, you know, we saw... I want to go back to Max Kepler back in the day. He dropped just a routine fly ball in Anaheim like five or six years ago, like ran to the line and then the ball fell on the other side of him. And guys learn from that stuff. It stinks to watch in the moment, but big league baseball is really hard. And so those growing, growing pains that come with having young players, um, you know, the Blue Jays have gone through some of them too. All of their hitters that are really good are fairly young. So, you know, it's, it shows what an offense and a team can look like, when some of those growing pains are in the rearview mirror.
0: Incredible game. Unbelievable. Twins win. They walk it off. Nick Gordon scores the winning run. Tim Beckham was at the plate, hit the the ball, that scored the run, and the Twins win. Brandon, thank you. We'll be back. This is a crazy series already. We're knotted up at one. It's a four-game set, and we got two more. Thanks, Brandon.